Welcome to Tee Up Logistics Insights, presented by iDrive Logistics and ShipCaddy. Our hosts take a deep dive into logistics, supply chain, and small parcel shipping with special emphasis on the landscape of the e-commerce industry and behind the scenes of the warehouses supporting the backbone of American business. Hello, everyone. Glenn Gooding here. I'm the president of iDrive and really wanted to take some time today to talk about some things out there in the marketplace, in the news cycle, that I think are relevant to all of us supply chain professionals, business professionals that are trying to manage their own brands and their own direct-to-consumer strategies. Third-party marketplaces. Amazon's, I think, making some, some news out there with a couple of big changes that have just been announced. I'm assuming most folks that would be listening to me right now have a pretty clear understanding of what Amazon does in the marketplace from a fulfillment perspective and a marketplace perspective. If not, they offer a full, what they call FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon service, where they offer their services to a variety of third-party merchants. They traditionally do quite a good job making huge inroads into the marketplace and I think carving away market share all the time. Now, again, no surprise to anyone on this call, inflation has really reared its head. I think as of March, March 21, I think it was reported 8.5% year-over-year inflation. I think each of us feel it a little differently depending on where we live and what we're buying, what we're doing, what industry we're in. But that is as it's measured. And I will tell you that you know Amazon recently increased their subscription cost to the Prime members to keep up with inflation. Now, part of that could be some just good revenue discipline as they grow their market share and and their subscription base. It's an opportunity for them to improve yield. That is one possibility. But there's a lot of other things happening out there at a macroeconomic level. One of the things that is permeating the economy from all angles and contributing to that inflation are gas prices. We have all kinds of things going on there, whether it be the U.S.'s energy policies or global disruption with the war in Ukraine and a variety of things going on there. But gas prices have have gone up and they've gone up quite a bit. Amazon's response to all this is they're imposing a 5% inflation and fuel surcharge for merchants using FBA or fulfillment by Amazon. And they're, they're kind of couching this as being similar to some of the increased fuel surcharges that the national carriers are kind of imposing in the marketplace. So, you know, and anybody doesn't know it, fuel surcharge is something that is really part of just about every supply chain mode there is out there. In the small parcel world, that fuel surcharge indice has a tendency to adjust, fluctuate on a weekly basis. It's driven off of Department of Energy KPIs. And contingent on the service level you're talking about, whether it be ground or other expedited services, they tie it to different Department of Energy indices. And then based off of that trading value for a given time period, it falls within a scale of a fuel surcharge and and goes up. Now, on top of all of that, I can also tell you as a side note, I won't go down this rabbit hole with you today. Maybe it's a topic for another day. But the major carriers, UPS and FedEx in particular, have made a a regular habit of manipulating that fuel surcharge table above and beyond the normal escalation of fuel. 
But that has opened up an opportunity, right? So Amazon, FBA, is now feeling that, that pain as well, and they're passing that along to their, to their merchants. Now, to give you some perspective on this, I think last year, sellers using Amazon's third-party marketplace paid Amazon about $103 billion in fees. And I think that amounts to about 22% of Amazon's revenue last year. There are currently about 2 million sellers using Amazon's third-party marketplace, and it is growing. And Amazon, along with this, is saying, you know, hey, we still feel like we're offering very, very competitive service in the marketplace, and, and uh, we feel the need to pass this along. In addition to that, Amazon is launching kind of a beta service called Buy With Prime. And that's a service where now sellers on their own websites can list Prime next to a certain product and utilize Amazon's fulfillment and delivery services. It's an interesting thing going on there. When you think about FBA and and Amazon's delivery services now, they tout themselves as being the largest carrier in the nation now. So it's, it's interesting as they're carving that piece out and, and what they're doing there. There are some underbellies to this as well. You don't have to search too far. I don't want to editorialize this, so I'll go out and I'll grab a, a recent article. I think this was posed on uh, Yahoo News recently. In that article, they're touting that FBA may, be, may have been akin to a deal with the devil for some sellers. There have been some accusations, ones that I might note that Amazon has denied, but there have been accusations of Amazon using seller data to create their own private label products. I think there's a specific example cited here, like trunk and organizers and peak design bags, as reported in the Wall Street Journal in 2020. Now, as I previously stated, Amazon's denied this, but the SEC has recently launched an investigation into the practice. All of that comes back to, you know, great, Glenn, that's great that you're telling me we're all getting our prices increased. What can we do about it? So, you know, as I've kind of laid it out there, the national carriers are imposing fuel changes. We all understand that the cost of energy is going up. We now FBA making inroads into growing their channel even more. And now they're taking advantage of that space and they're imposing some increases. So what are the options? Ultimately, the only real merchant response that you can have is there's only so much of these things you can take on yourself. You can't continue to erode margin. You have to make money. You have to provide a return to your shareholders. So ultimately, you have to pass those costs onto the consumer, aka more inflation. Now, what we found is some of the savvier folks that we work with out there are actively looking to the marketplace to say, hey, what can we do to potentially defer or mitigate some of these things that we're seeing out there? One way to potentially do that, to sidestep some of these additional fulfillment costs and, and fuel expenses, is to investigate working with a good 3PL, a third-party logistics provider, or in layman's terms, a Fulfillment house. If you find the right one, a lot of things can be accomplished for you that may help defer some of these increases you're taking. So, for example, 
if you're in a single site today and you're on the West Coast and you're servicing the entire U.S. economy, it's very likely that a big chunk of your client base resides east of the Mississippi. In the transportation world, that equates to two things. Longer time in transit or time to get the product into the consumer's hands and a higher expense. With the right 3PL, you pull away from that, you can now move it into a bi-coastal scenario or a regionally oriented area, get your inventories closer to the consumer, defer some of those expenses. You now have a cheaper transportation expense and perhaps uh, an enhanced client experience, improved time of transit. Some other advantages of going down this exercise and looking to see what's available out there is a good 3PL should have a diverse range of service offerings for you. If you're pinned to making a choice between UPS, FedEx, USPS, or Amazon delivery service, you may be limiting your options. There are a whole host of different postal consolidators out there and regional carriers or couriers that can do a very good job in particular in highly populated metropolitan areas, which most of us in most of our business models, most of our clients reside in. So there could be some options there. And what we have found is if you source intelligently with a regional carrier or with a 3PL who has relationships with these regional carriers, they have a tendency to try to position themselves in the marketplace as a beneficial or economic solution to the more traditional transportation modes. So there is no silver bullet. There is no easy way out of this trick box. But I think as we look at all these cost increases being pushed into the marketplace, I think each one of us as stakeholders, as business owners, as fiduciary agents here need to go through an exercise of saying, what can we do to defer expenses? You may come back and say, too much change, too hard. I'm going to you know, make that proverbial deal with the devil with FBA and continue down this path. And that may be the right decision for you. It may mean that you come and you find some really good, robust 3PL operators that can help defer some of that and and give you an opportunity to stay competitively aligned. So I hope that's helpful. I look forward to other interesting and robust topics for you here in the near future. But I would ask, you know, please be sure to follow iDrive Logistics on LinkedIn and and by all means reach out if you have any questions. I can tell you that we would be happy to be considered one of those very viable 3PLs. We take great pride in and the service we offer out there, and we may make sense. So thanks again. I look forward to talking with you all very soon.